Oh, this is episode 30, no, 43, 43, almost missed that, but I'm Damn. back with Lindsay Rago. We're going to break down the fight we really made quick, it. and then we'll avoid fight talk after that. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, I, yeah, I, right. <laughs> like, I spent, like, we spent, like, 30 minutes last time talking about the fight, but I never asked for your opinion. Like, I mean, like, a lot of che- things have changed for me the past week, but. What do you think is going to happen? Have they? Well, I'm curious. I honestly, I don't follow. I don't follow it at the fighting or boxing either. I only know like when I talk to people and they're like, "Oh yeah, like Conor McGregor is going to kick his ass," or or Floyd Mayweather, then nobody can beat him. Like, did like if it goes both ways, it depends on like if you're our age. Most people say Conor McGregor, and anybody like old is like, there's no chance. So. I really have no opinion, <laughs> except that I think Conor McGregor's a badass, and I think that he should win, <laughs> just because. Okay. I guess I could, it's interesting, because, like, I don't look at it as a, I don't know what they call them, common folk. I look at it, like, strategically, have to break, you know, common, common folk, that's what I Well, yeah, but you know all that stuff. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's the most interesting thing, it's interesting because, not because they're the best in the world, because they're not, there's... Lomachenko's the best, and you know Triple G and Canelo's gonna actually the best boxing fight this year. But in terms of like what's gonna happen, because this has never been done before. These are two worlds, two universes, kind of you know clashing together. <laughs> um, you have an MMA. unprecedented. I've seen I've seen like boxers can go to MMA. It's much more difficult. I've seen it. You know. Uh, a couple world champions that are, are were boxers and then went to MMA, but it took them years, years to get good at MMA. So, but this is interesting because boxing's in MMA, not the you know they have to learn new stuff if they go from boxing to MMA. So it's like ah uh, that that this is much harder mm-hmm. transition, and it's like well you're fighting the best defensive boxer um, in the pla- on the planet right now, and he's old. That's that's another thing, like you know, can he still have himself? You know, it's been two years off since his last fight. Um, I th- I don't know if that that really plays a huge kind of aspect into who's gonna win, but McGregor and all of them, they they're so he's such a crazy person. Like it's like if he beats Floyd, this is what <laughs> I think. If he does beat Floyd, he literally like it's like breaking the laws of physics in my mind because. <laughs> If you look at it just from an aspect point, it's like, you know what just happened. Floyd should just outbox him. He shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't, Floyd should not get touched at all or barely. Um, when I mean touched, I mean like, you know, he, he never wins rounds or he wins like two rounds out of the 12. Um, that's what right. should happen. Should. Okay. But in, when, mm-hmm. when you're fighting, it doesn't, your plan doesn't always work. You react. It's more about reaction. Like, what are you going to do if I do this? So that it's more reacting and timing and all that stuff. So it's it's like seeing, can you transition from MMA to boxing in such a quick amount of time? I mean, I've no, like, don't, don't get me wrong. He's not been training only three months for boxing. He has not. He has been training a year or two. Once he called out Floyd, he was training in boxing. So people get that wrong. Like, oh, he's he's been training for only like four months or three months. I'm like, no, he's been training for at least a year. At least so um, balls the wall so he he's prepared he is the most prepared man i've ever seen and if he does this it's it's literally gonna you know i can't i i would have to say he's the best fighter of all time and i i highly debate that because there's so many great fighters but he would be the muhammad ali of the, the tom brady of fighting mm-hmm. He'd be the Our Mike Tyson. <laughs> he'd be the Tom Brady of fighting. He'd be the Mike Tyson. He'd be all of those people like put into one package, and then you know <laughs> what he does after that. It's like, man, really, you're gonna go back to fighting for the UFC? Like you're gonna be making twenty million dollars, and you're getting a hundred million for this? It doesn't make sense to me. I'd probably he probably asked for like mm-hmm. thirty or forty, but it's like this is such a big thing. And then the press conferences, wow. I was, I was. Oh yeah, be a trip. It was a fun. It was so fun. I was just like watching, like, oh, what is he gonna say? And he came out with this fu suit, which I thought was hilarious. He has his own line of a. Oh yeah. I was like, 
what? Oh yeah. It says I didn't. So I didn't, smart. Yeah. So smart. And it says F you. And I saw a message saying Floyd can't read, so he can't read this suit. I was like, oh, that's messed up. But you know, it's oh, it's oh yeah. Always, it's always fun because it's like, you know, I think that changed my mind and saying that Connor can do this, undoubtedly. But he, the way he talks, he's just like. Oh my god, he says, four rounds? Are you serious? Like, four rounds, I'm going to knock him out. Under four rounds, I don't even know what he said, but it was just, like... Oh, of, no, I didn't hear that. It was, it was like, and he's like, I'm going to beat him in four rounds, and he just said he's weak. He was talking, you know, it's just like, what? And then he came out with the, like, the way he dresses is so funny. And then the third in Brooklyn, I think it was, he started wearing Gucci. Just wearing Gucci, uh, uh, I think it was literal literal polar bear. Um, not sure <laughs> about that. I looked how expensive it was. I was like, damn, it was like $60,000, just this coat. Oh, what? And I was like, dang. Gotta be fly, man. Uh-huh. But then Mayweather came out. You gotta be. You know what he did? He, he brought out his uh, his uh, watch. He brought out his, uh, it was like a, like a $1.2 million watch. So he was just like showing it at him he's like you need to get on my game and you know it's just such an interesting fight but um dress to kill and you never you honestly never know with a with powerhouses like powerhouse of people like that like there's there's very select few like a tom brady or like a conor mcgregor um anybody who lives such an intense like lifestyle with such an intense focus like laser focus for whatever they want to do like if they can get themselves in that mindset and really prepare for everything and anything and just be like a superhero, like you, you just never know. You never know. Yeah. So and it's like, is he anything weird? is possible. And, and it's weird. Cause like living through it rather, you know, I, Mike Tyson was considered one of the best, but I didn't live through his whole career. So, I mean, people seen that and they were like, I lived through his whole career. It was amazing. Um, but you know, it's like, you know this is something new this is something i haven't seen before and it's like there's no data or you know no, nothing to look back on and say okay this isn't gonna work you know and ne- never in the history has there been an mma guy that goes to boxing and says i can beat the boxer at the boxing game that has never happened and i think there may be one or few but they're amateurs or semi-amateurs so at never at this level Never at this level would I ever mm-hmm. think that someone could do this. Because, it, honestly, it should not be a contest in terms of who wins. But there's so many things that come into play, and we just don't know a lot. Like, it's mysterious. There you go. Like, yeah, well, you'll just have to watch that, and you have to buy it. And then people, it's going to be insane, and then people can say, yeah, afterwards, it's going to be like, I knew it, I knew it was going to happen, or... And it's like, you did not know anything. You just took a guess and got lucky. But what? Oh, yeah. You, I'm glad to see you're just as excited about this as you were last time, like a month ago. I'm more, I'm more hyped now because it's, 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 it's going down. Like all, all, the, all the, 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 the BS is gone. It's time for them to train. I want to see the training camps because that's really what I don't see. I don't see their training camps. Like there's not much video on Connor. And like, I don't know if Floyd watches him. Cause that's very dangerous if you don't watch your opponent. Like if mm-hmm. he he has a you know Connor can look at all of Floyd's fights and decipher him. He's like a it's like a puzzle. Every fighter is a puzzle, or any competitor is a puzzle. Um, like if you told me like you know you're gonna compete against this guy, and you tell me his skill set, and you show me video of him doing this and like show me everything, I have you just increase my chances by like 20, 30 percent. Because I understand him now. Understanding your opponent is the most important thing when it comes to anything. If you don't understand your opponent, if you go in there blind, you might might end up being a bad day. Like, it's not going to go well for you if you don't understand your opponent. So I don't know if he's trying to understand Connor. Because I, I doubt it. Because he's a boxer and he's just like, this is a boxing game. I'm going to train how I always train. And we'll see how that goes. Who knows? It's very yeah, strange. that should be really interesting. So who's your pick? Just, just. Connor, Connor's got to be my pick. He's got to be my pick. He's, he's just. I listen to his motivational like compilations, and the way he thinks is just very intriguing to me. And the way he like routines his life. So, 
I'm gonna I have to pick him just as a fan favorite. I'm just gonna go jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, he's so the, we'll see. He's the most I think most iconic right now person. Yeah, yeah, and he's sponsored by the company that I love. <laughs> One of them, BSN, BSN supplements. So, yeah, he has a lot of sponsors. It's like, oh, for sure. Oh, like, for sure. I was like, what? He has Budweiser. Like, it's like. Oh, yeah. Like, things that you'd like. He probably is sponsored by, like, Amazon. Who knows? <laughs> Companies you didn't know sponsored people. Uh-huh, it's, like, very strange. And then he has his own company. And then he's coming out with suits. I'm going to buy that suit. F you. Oh, I okay. Know, like, ridiculous. But it's going to be fun. <laughs> I don't know. And then he says shorts and bands. I'm like, this better be good stuff if it's not good stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what's your what's your pick? This will be a final sentence on this topic. What's your pick? My pick? Yep. Who I want to win? Who you think is going to win. Uh, ooh. Okay, I think it's Connor. I really do. I think it's time for history to change. I think it's time to change the world. Because if he does this, nobody has excuses. Because this is... This is this has never been done before, you know. If oh yeah, it opens up a whole new world. Uh huh. And then you're gonna start if he does this, you're gonna start seeing MMA fighters going to boxing, and then vice versa, boxers going into MMA, and you're gonna be like, well, this is just it's not it's not boxing versus MMA. It is fighting in different kind of mm. limitations, you know. Touche. So it's like it's gonna expand the world. Gonna, it's gonna be two universes clashing, becoming one. <laughs> And once they become one, you know, there's so much that can be done. But it's it's interesting. I think Connor can do it. Not, 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 once you hear him talk, that's when I, I was convinced. And once I saw everything, I was like, okay, this makes sense. Um, he's And he at least he tells me how he's going to be. Like, if he just said, I'm going to destroy him. This is game over for Floyd. He's 40. <laughs> then, he'd be, then he'd be the Donald Trump of fighting, right? Yeah. And I think that's interesting because, like, I always that's what I point it to every time. I'm like, Don, he's like the Donald Trump of fighting because people say he has no chance, no game. I'm like, you got to be careful with that because there's that one, even if it's a 1% chance or 2% or whatever you call it, he has sure. a chance. And as long he got the opportunity, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. He actually he dragged Floyd Mayweather out of bed to fight him. That's really what happened here. And we got to see what happens, mm-hmm. but. I can't count Floyd out. I think Connor has like a, a high forty percent chance of winning. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> a high forty percent, so not fifty-fifty because I don't think that's realistic. But I've never seen that oh, no. happen, so we'll see. But we will see. What do you think about like visualization? Like he does that. Like he literally has a poster of him knocking or a mural of him knocking out Floyd. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. That's actually, like, one of my favorite things to discuss with people. Um, as far as visualization goes, that's, like, absolutely everything in my mind, like, to getting to what you want. Um, for my first competition, not my first competition, for my last competition, I so I competed in whoever's listening to this. I'm a competitive bodybuilder, and I compete in the bikini division. And I just won the biggest show in New England, the Cutler Classic, um, in April. So what I did when I started that prep in January was I made my background on my computer um, a picture of Jay Cutler handing out the winners, the trophy, the first place trophy to whoever, whatever girl it was last year. And I put the words over like her face. Um, I wrote, I won the Cutler Classic. And the, like, that was on my computer screen like the first day of prep all the way through. And I'd look at that like every single day. So it's like, and not even like I will win. It was like I already won. So I was like already telling myself like I already won. And uh, every every day when I was like doing my cardio, I would like try to like close not close my eyes because sometimes I'd like I didn't want to like fall on the stairs, but I'd like intensely envision myself walking out, doing my routine, and then getting call outs and taking the trophy and I'd go through that whole process, like picture exactly what I wanted to look like, what my hair would look like, what my suit would look like, everything. And I do that every single day. And then it actually happened and I was like, Holy shit. See, like like I don't I was like, Wow, visualization. And like you took it to the extreme. I've never seen anyone take it like visualizing in your mind. That's great, you know. 
or putting a picture on the wall or something like that. This he made a mural, a literal mural. I was like, is this at your it's, like? It's at his gym. It's literally right there where he's training to box, and it was just this huge mural. And everyone goes there, I guess, and if they're in Dublin, they go there, they look at it, and they take pictures. I'm like, gosh, this is... I'm going to have to look that up. That's so cool. This is confidence at its finest. This is visualization at its finest. Does that mean... When, but I, yeah, think I mean... It changes, it changes my mind of him and, like, what he's going to do to him. Like, it changes the game, because especially because fighting is so... I mean, any intensive sport... Of course, it takes skill, but it's so, so mental, especially when it comes down to, like, that skill. Um, like, fighting specifically, competing is more like you have to be, like, well, I guess it's the same. You have to be 110% there every day. Like, you can never, ever go through the motions. And having your mental strength that high and your confidence that high is, like, the two things you need to win and to get exactly what you want. That's what I say anyway. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, like, I think he does get this feeling to you. Like, you know, when you're zonked out, like, it's like you're not really there, but you're still there. And you just, like, it's not really you focusing. It's more like you're just there to be there. Like, you're just reacting to whatever happens. That happens a lot for me. I don't know. You know, some people don't have that. Some people are like, oh, what? You can't focus all the time? I'm like, nah, I can't do that. That's too difficult. Like, I can't... <laughs> well of course, it de- I mean, it depends. Like, it depends on what you're preparing for. Like, if you're preparing for an exam and you're, like, going through the motions trying to memorize something, that's one thing. But if you're trying to, like, beat so many other people where the circumstances are out of your control, if you're so intensely focused on what you can control, which is you, then you'll beat out anybody. Just because if you're, like, so, like, you can't see anybody else. It's like, it's just, it's, I don't know, the power of visualization and of like having that confidence is so, so high. It's like, it's like the tapping into this other part of your brain that like most people don't use. But if you do learn how to use it, it's really, really powerful. It's cool. Yeah. Visualizing everything is interesting. And if you don't mm-hmm. visualize, you know, it's just, I think using all the tools you have and, you know, understanding something, you know, understanding other ways to do, you know, just changing the format. Oh, yeah. Always changing it, whether it's this or that, you know, whatever you do, it's got to be always changing, evolving, and, you know, making little changes. Little changes can become big changes later on, like, especially when you're like, oh, let me change that. It's beneficial in the long run. Like, oh, yeah. That's what I tell. I mean, that's, that's a key when it comes to any lifelong change or anything that's like, long term if you think of something as like a long term change then it's like super overwhelming that's what i always tell my clients is if you're trying to break like a habit of snacking or something like that where you just like it's just a mindless something that's like mindless you have to make it mindful so every single instance that you want to like grab a snack or i don't know whatever else whatever other habit would be that mindless but if you want to grab a snack you have to think of each time that you want to grab a handful of something as like not going to do that like consciously break each instance and then eventually it'll be long term but if you think of like oh i just need to stop snacking in general you'll be like oh just one is fine oh just one is fine and then you never break it you know what i mean i think also a great tool i found like a mental tool is like don't think of food as delicious and wonderful and magical (laughs) that's the way i think of it it's it's not it's not a unicorn it's not it's not don't idolize food because that's yeah. where people go wrong because once you start idolizing it it's just like okay let's eat here yeah eat there eat that eat this Ooh, that's delicious what is that that's the best burger i've ever seen or whatever you eat and I, what i say think of it as fuel fuel mm-hmm. it's, that's all it is it's literal fuel so just consume don't don't taste it or not not don't taste it but like it's no, fuel. I know what you mean. It's fuel. It depends. Yeah. And, when and you if put you're... yourself in that mindset, it's kind of crazy. I was, I was like, oh, I got to change that a little because it got like, I was just eating to, to you know, not to eat. to eat. Yeah. It's not enjoyable. It's not, it's not, it's not anything. And then you mm-hmm. start noticing like, hey, okay, this works, but now it's just getting a little too crazy. But you got to, you got to have like a balance kind of there or harmony, whatever you want to call it. 
Absolutely. And yeah, it's, that's where a lot of people will go really wrong. I guess I should probably say what, what I do too. Um, (laughs) so since we didn't actually introduce, but I'm, I'm 22 years old and I am an online fitness coach and I just moved out to LA from New Hampshire to do my fitness coaching online wherever, but also to get around this atmosphere and compete and everything like that. But so when it comes to, what were you just saying? When it comes to, oh, food and like indulgence where everybody or 90% of people go wrong is like they think that they have to restrict themselves so, so far and like cut out bread, cut out carbs, cut out peanut butter, cut out everything in life that they love and only eat like these foods right here, just these foods, this tiny amount of foods. And then instead of thinking of like everything that they eat as fuel or as something that is like helping them get towards their goals or even just to, even if they don't have goals, just to keep them healthy, um, that's a goal too. But if they think of that they can only eat these foods, then everything outside of that becomes like, oh my God, I want that. Oh my God, I need that. I can't have it. I want it. I can't have it. I need it. And then you'll, once you break it, it's like binge, 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 binge. And like, it just becomes, and then you're like, no, I feel so bad about it. And then you, they like go back to restricting and then binge, go back to restricting. And it's just like this vicious cycle that it's like, if you just think of everything you eat as a way to give yourself energy and literally fuel yourself and recover from whatever it is that you did. Then it's like, Oh, food is great. I love everything. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about this food or good about this food. It's just all doing the same thing for me. It's all fueling me. So it is definitely all about how you, how you view it. So again, like the mental piece, mental piece is everything when it comes to diet or training or anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess because I didn't introduce you, I should have done that first. I usually do that first. But, um, like, what has kind of, like, like, when did you start going down this path of, like, wanting to help people as a personal trainer? Well, well, so I'm not a, I'm not personal tra- a personal trainer. I'm not certified by any means. I ended up just being really stuck in a rut for a long time and yo-yoing with my own weight. And then at one point, I... I lost 40 pounds and ended up competing. And that was all just for me, like strictly for me. Like I wanted to see if I could do it. And then after that, I was a senior in college and people started coming to me, like asking me how I did it, if I could help them, if I could write them like a, a plan, like a to, to be at the gym or if I could train them at the gym and all this stuff. And I was just like, I was still in college and an engineering student. And I was just like, eh. I don't know. And so, but then I just kind of took the leap and started training a couple people to like learn what could fit in an hour and what people need when they are not experienced. Like what do they need to be told to feel it a certain way? Things like that, um, that you can only learn from hands on. So I trained a few people and then it was my last semester of college and I was working and full-time student and whatever else I was doing, I was doing my own training. And I was like, you know what, I can launch this business and train people online while I'm doing all these things, then I can do it anytime. So let's just try while I'm in college. Cause I was getting so many people asking me for help. And I was like, I, I wish that I can help all of you right now, but I can't. So ended up starting my business, right? Go fit from there. I just launched it in January and was like, all right, I'm taking people for my like 12 week programs and 16 week programs. And whatever else I wasn't doing in January. And, um, I kept training people in person over the semester at my school and outside of my school and ended up taking online clients Took like, I ended up getting like, I work with like 12 at a time or so. Um, they cycle through their programs, but I work with at least like 12, if not 12, 15 at a time. It's how many I accept. So, so yeah, I've just been working on it since then. I, I kept my part-time job as like my safety for a couple months and, then I was like, all right, time to let it go. So then I went full-time Rego Fit. And since I graduated, I've been literally full-time Rego Fit. So it's been really fun. So that's what I do as of late. That's interesting. So like, well, like that's, so when, why did you like, were you like, did you know that you wanted to do that? Like you knew you wanted to give online advice or online coaching? Was that like always like behind your mind and you were just like, uh, I'm not ready yet. Like how, how did that work? As of when? 
like when I started training people in person or before that, like before starting anything? Before, yeah, before starting anything. When did you know that you were going to do that? Oh my God. I didn't know I was going to do that until, until like probably the day before. Really? <laughs> just, That's crazy. Just, yeah, because I was, well, I was so, I was so convinced that life had this path where you graduated college and you got a job and I like worked in internships and stuff and I never like really, really loved it. I liked it sometimes at some jobs, but I was like, is this like all it is? You just go to work and you're like content, but not happy to be there. You're just kind of like there. And I was like, maybe you just get used to it. I remember thinking that being like, well, I guess you just get used to it. And, (laughs) and yeah. And then I went to, ended up going to Australia, which kind of just like completely wiped out my identity as far as like nobody knew who I was. So I kind of like was like, well, who am I? Had to build from there and uh, started like letting these ideas of doing something else kind of come to mind just because everyone there doesn't go straight to college and they don't go straight to a job. Like it's weird if you do. (laughs) So they always take like a gap year before college and after college to figure out like what they really want. So I was like, damn, it's like, maybe I should reconsider. And, uh, then I started, that idea started to come to mind. Cause like, uh, my boyfriend, Brian was like, what would you really do? What would you really want to do if you could do anything? He was like, I don't see you as an engineer. And I was like, I never said it out loud. And I was like, me either. I was like, me either. I don't know. And I was like, well, I love training and I love fitness and I love this. Do that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And uh but that was like that was a year before I launched my business. So I spent like the whole year just being like, well, back and forth. So then once I started training people, I was like, this is so fulfilling and so fun and I wish I could help every single person. So I was like, just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, like um I mean like I like having my hands in a lot of pots. I don't know how to explain that. Like, I don't like doing one thing. Like, I love podcasting. And, of course, I would. I don't feel that this is work. Or it's Oh, like, yeah. It's, like, when it doesn't feel like work, that's great. That, that You know that's something you want to do. Because if it doesn't feel like... Like, it could be stressful. Don't get me wrong. Anything can be a job. Once it, you put too much effort or you burn yourself out, I've done that thousands of times. Just, oh, yes. <laughs> just go train over and over. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to win. I'm going to go to the Olympics. I'm going to beat everybody. I'm going to, you know, place this. I'm going to place that, you know. It, it's right. just a deadly – it's not deadly, but it, it, it's an exhausting cycle. And once you burn out, it's just like you got nothing left. You should have saved some gas in the tank and recharged. You know, recharging mm-hmm. is always important. But Absolutely. I feel like that that was, you know – kind of my mindset and i'm i'm doing so many things it's just ridiculous and sometimes i like put away stuff i'm like i should do this and that but if you're doing something that you don't like like school like you know that's just how it is school you go to school you get get it yeah you go to college you pick your degree once you pick your degree you're pretty much set in stone if you change your degree you're gonna you know there's a lot of issues with credits and this and that and transferring mm-hmm. to other schools and you know it just becomes like this big combat and like you know what even even i think like when you're like you know like you were you pretty much you finished so it was just like okay i'll just finish this whatever i think that's yeah. great just finish it and then you can say on your fitness resume you can just say oh i also have a <laughs> engineering degree <laughs> yeah people are usually like what what are you like doing it. here like what yeah i'm like i just didn't love it i mean it was cool and i like it i love house design like that is so that's super fun but that's uh that's one niche and it has the ceiling and that's not what i want see, that's, i don't want to have a feeling see and then i always tell people okay you like this fitness stuff right you like doing all your online training or whatever oh you also like engineering too or like this do both Right. right. And a lot of people, a lot of people, some people do. I've only met one person. I met one person. She's a, she's a figure competitor and she's also shout out to Lauren, but she's, um, she's a structural engineer and she has, I don't know if she still is doing her full time job, but she was doing full time structural engineering and also being a badass competitor, like on the national level, doing like crazy, crazy stuff, um, with Hammy Rumboy. I always say his name wrong, but, um, working with him and, 
all this crazy stuff. But yeah. But what are your, what are you doing? Like, what are your different, you don't have to explain all them in depth, but what are your different, because you, you are at that, it seems like you're at that stage where you can really just like try everything at once. Well, of course I do this. I mean, uh, also, I also edit YouTube videos for people, some big YouTubers. I don't know how, 100K to 1 million, somewhere around there. Cool. Um, I do that. Then I also military, so I have that obligation. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, I do so many things. It's just like, like I'll do it. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm willing to try anything as long as someone tells me what it is. Like, hey, oh, I've never heard of that. Can I try that? Like, is this possible? But I, I've, I don't, I, you know, I also make websites for people. Like, you know, just sometimes I just do it out of the blue. Like, hey. What? You don't have a website? Your online training? Like, what the heck is wrong with you? And I'm like, all right, give me a second. Because I, I had a guest on. And then I was like, do you have a website? Like, it was just random. A random thing that I said. Like, you, you, do you have a website? And then she was like, oh, no, I haven't thought of that. You know, I, I, I think I'll do it eventually soon. I was like, mm-hmm. let me get that done. And then I did it. I literally finished it in like a day. Like, what? That's so cool. I also make podcasts for people, and that's fun. That's always fun. You make them for people? Like, you edit them? What do you mean? Like, oh, cool. Like, I set them up on iTunes. I, you know, it's complicated. It's not, it's not easy because it's like, like, you don't know how to do it. Nothing's easy. <laughs> and I also have, like, like, you know, also software design. I'm pretty good with coding. Not the best. Don't get me wrong. I'm no Bill Gates. But, you know, <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I can read, I can write. You know, in that language and lots of languages, so many languages that's, gets exhausting. On me. Oh, I, oh my God, yeah, that's that's way over my head. That's really really cool. Uh-huh. It's very cool. Yeah, I enjoy that, but like, if I had to do that for a job, I would. Oh yeah. I would literally, just I couldn't handle it. Like, I, you you I could do. It's it not fun. <laughs> it's not fun when you're especially when you're forced not, to do it. Yeah, when you're forced to do it, and and when it's regimented, and it's like you know, you don't have your time to yourself. You don't get to do other things also love i like like try everything like if if let's just go to the 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 himalayas and climb the himalayas like just do something go to france let's go to france let's let's do stuff go let's walk in mongolia or china you know i'm interested in anthropology also that's been a like a recent thing that just happened i was just like reading books of like places and you know the nazca lines in peru the so you want to travel Oh, I like traveling, but I, I'm just, I just like the ass, anything that these, and I also like staying in my own place for a while. Like, I like leaving and coming back. I don't like staying over there forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, just a little, just a trip. Where have you been? I mean, uh, it's a good, this is a good thing to discuss. Oh, <laughs> let's see. Of course, the U.S. has just been everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Been to China, Korea, not, it was China. Uh, I think it was Mongolia. I always get confused with those countries, uh. I've been to uh, Canada, of course. Love the Canadians, all the Canadian families. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, Mexico, of course. My my family's from, or my mom was born in Mexico. Oh, cool. Most of my family's from Mexico, or pieces of my family are from Mexico. Um, where else have I been? I've been to, uh, pretty much all over the states. It's not really. I mean, what was what was the best? The best. Telling all your future travelers listening. Like the best place to go? Oh my gosh! I don't know. I feel like Canada is like the the, the go to place. Like Toronto, Toronto's the, where where it's at. Like everyone's nice. Everyone's wonderful. Like there's so many nice people. It's just like like it's different from like New York and or not New York. Uh, like anywhere up north, pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the South. I love. I, I will never leave the South because it's just it's just. I don't know if I'll never leave it, but I would never. It's one of the best favorite places because everyone's so folky. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, True. Like, don't, all my family's from Texas, so I feel you. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. We're not all cowboys down here. Uh, don't get that that twisted. But we we are we enjoy, you know, having ourselves to ourselves. But yeah, I, I, I'm interested in so many things. I mean, I mean, I would go anywhere. If just you know. Sometimes. No, that's cool. That's cool. You would go anywhere. What? I would, yeah, I would go literally anywhere. Cuba. Me too. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> yeah, it's allowed now. I think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like someone, someone was asking me, like, really anywhere? And I was like, yeah, anywhere. And they said North Korea. I was like, yeah, I'll go. Cool. 
Like I don't know. Heck yeah. I want to go see their propaganda or whatever they got down there. Like you know. Okay. You know, if I have yeah. to bow to the statue, whatever I gotta do, I'll do it. Oh jeez. It melds into the culture. No, that's cool. I've only been to I've only been to Australia and Tasmania, which is technically still a state in Australia. It's just on off the island um and i've been we just drove we drove from new hampshire to california so that was really really cool i definitely would recommend that to anybody who i don't know if you've ever thought about having a road trip i would definitely go for it um it's a it's an awesome experience even though like i don't really like driving just i'm just bad driver i just don't really like driving (laughs) but it's really cool to get to see how much like it's such a small world and most, there's so many people who have never even left, like, their state or their – maybe their town. I would hope people have left their town. But <laughs> as far as, like, their state or New England or the south or whatever. But getting to see how people shift and atmospheres shift is really cool. Like, we just went from – we are living in L.A., like, in Venice, but or slash, like, Marina, Santa Monica area. But we went down to San Diego for the weekend. And it was like a whole different world, even though it was only like two hours apart. It was like a just completely different atmosphere. The people were all very different. The town was just completely, our city area was just so, so different. And it's amazing what you can see just from, if you have a car, like just go. If you have a year between school or take a year between school and go travel, that's like my best advice to people. Or if you're in school and you have the opportunity to study abroad, oh my god, go do that because it's like I'm still paying off my debt, but still, <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's traveling is interesting. I mean, like even if it's just in your country, like the only issue I have with going to other countries is like I don't know your laws, I don't know what's going on, I don't speak your language. Like it's so, it's such a like it could be a culture shock. Like imagine if you go to Africa and live with the pygmies or some African tribe, like. That's, mm-hmm. that's something people do and it's like like I don't understand what they're saying but you know you learn as you go but it's such an interesting experience just seeing seeing the other side the other places the different ways people live it can oh, yeah. be eye opening and how people act is so strange like there's there, there's some places that are you know deep and dark you know over there in LA Compton of course I mean it's not as bad as it used to be but that's you know yeah. you hear that? went there the other day <laughs> and you pass through you're like yeah it doesn't seem that bad but you know if you live there maybe not it might be a culture shock to you that's what yeah it's a it definitely is over here it's like there's some things that I kind of choose not to see mm-hmm. but it just like that like in in Venice there's like I don't know if you've been to like this LA LA or like travel around LA but there's in LA there's a bunch of different sub counties I guess and there's like Venice Santa Monica Marina del Rey Playa Vista and they're all like right next to each other but as you drive through them they're all so different like Santa Monica's super super uppity everybody's very wealthy and it's everything's like clean and very nice and then you go to Venice and there's still a lot of really uppity parts like on the water, but there's a huge, huge homeless popula- population here. And I guess it's the better place to be homeless because it's nice outside and you can be on the beach and things like that. But it's just incredibly eye-opening to be like, wow. Like just to see there's like one street where there's probably like 30, 50, 30, maybe 30 people. That's probably a good number at night that are sleeping there. And it's just like, makes you like really appreciate one your own life but also like I don't know it gives me like this deep desire to help them somehow or help the overall I guess population but it is eye-opening especially if you're from like a super tiny town where everything's quaint and perfect to like kind of see how other people live and get by and stuff is very interesting for sure and LA's LA's crazy like I don't I don't know I, I would never want to live there because y'all are Oh, the most competitive people. Y- y- y'all are killers. Y'all, it's just Shark Tank. You know, it's just- <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It and, certainly is. And, like, you walk around and, and you just start bumping into people that have, you know, oh, they're, they're like the, the top echelon. You know, they're the fitness experts, the best mm-hmm. of the best live in L.A. Yeah. Or, like, the oh. best, best podcasters live in L.A. Like, that's literally yeah. a thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's well, it's like you come from... Like we came, we came here because 
in New England, in New Hampshire, we were starting to, or at least Brian was, I kind of just started either way, but um, he was starting to hit like that, that cap of learning where it's like, well, nobody else around me is like forcing me to be better. So it was like, if I stay here, I'll end up like dominating and being really, like, I guess, complacent. It's like, so we came out here to get around that, like, not thinking that we're already at their level, but to be like, well, this is how high we can get. So let's like, let's go, let's get, let's work harder. Let's grind and get up there. Um, like we met, it's just like, it's cool. Cause you just run into people and it's not, it's not, there's never like a star starstruck feel. Like we, we were having lunch with someone I met at the gym and we, Mickey, Mickey Rourke was there and he was just talking to us and sitting right next to us and chatting with us about his life and whatever, uh, whatever the hell he's doing. And we met Arnold at the gym and got to talk to him like just one-on-one, like for a little bit, a few minutes even of his time. And just stuff like that just happens as long as everybody's very friendly, but it's also just very like, I don't know. It's very, it's, you just are taken aback, but also not starstruck. It's just like, Oh, they're just, everybody's just people. And we just talk and, have good conversation and mm-hmm. learn from each other. So, like, like you, people don't understand that, like you know, every famous dude, even Conor McGregor, is a person. It's a human being. Mm-hmm. Even though he has like a different culture and everything like that, he's a person. So it's like, uh, do I see him as like this awesome figure? Yeah, but yeah, know, if I met him, I'd probably, well, I'd probably be freaking out just because that's someone I, I admire. But you know, it's weird if right. you bump, but but to someone like. If, if I bump to Arnold, I know who he is, kind of, sort of. I mean, I've watched Terminator, of course. Okay, I was going to say, you have to have seen Terminator. Those are my favorite childhood movies. <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. Who was that guy that I didn't know? Um, I forget who it was, but he was one a famous actor. I was like, oh, who's that? I don't know who that is. I think it was Sean Penn. I didn't know who he was. Oh. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't reckon. I probably wouldn't be able to put the face to the name if I saw him in person. So it's fair. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who the heck is that? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. I forget what happened. Also, um, Hillary Clinton. I bumped into her. That was weird. That Please was weird. tell me you recognize her. No, I don't know who she is. Oh my! What? I was just walking. Secret Service was right next there, and then I just like, oh, it looks, you know. And I think my brother said that's Hillary Clinton. And I was like, "What? Who's that?" And he, oh my god! Come on. <laughs> like you know, I just didn't know, know people. I was like, "Like, imagine if you bumped into some guy who owns, who's a CEO of whatever." Like I mean, oh, yeah. I know, I know whatever. I know people, but you know, I I stay in my zone. Like I like watching certain things, so I don't get into all that stuff. I love movies now, so I recognize people now. But yeah, you know, there you go. I used to. Just be like, oh, who's that? It's, I don't know. And if you, it's from anything from the eighties or, or like seventies, I just don't know who it is. Unless it's Rocky, I love Rocky. Rocky's <laughs> but Sylvester Sloan, yeah, I feel you. I'm not very good at faces with names, which is hard being here because Brian's always like, and I'm kind of blind. So like I have really bad eyesight, so Brian would be like, oh, that's that person. Did you see like what was it, Ted Danson? I was like, who's Ted Danson? <laughs> it's like from uh, what is it? It's from a sitcom. Not free. Maybe it's Frazier. No. Cheers. Cheers. He's from Cheers. Um, that old show. And I was just like, oh, oh. but it's okay because then when you when you meet people, it's like, oh, I'm not starstruck by you because I didn't recognize you. <laughs> but, but which is kind of bad depending on who you piss off. But it's uh-huh. not. It's still it's it's still interesting either way. Uh, still cool to just get to talk to people. You never know who you're gonna meet anywhere really. As just. That's the great thing about being like in the South or being out West is everybody's just kind for the most part. Like, of course there's some assholes, but it's very open. And if you smile at people, most of the time they'll talk to you at the grocery store and you just never know who it is. So you just always want to be friendly and just network with people. It's a huge piece of advice. Yeah. It gets, as well. it gets strange, but you know, that's always the thing. But like mm-hmm. when it's a niche community like that, like LA is just a, uh... A hotbed of people. It's just so many people, so many like the recognizable people. Like they're all there for something, either acting. Uh, what else is there? There's fitness industry, music, music. That's where I get. I can't. I don't remember anyone in music, so I just look at them like, who's that? Oh, that's Ed Sheeran, or that's this and that. I'm like, who the hell is that? And, oh, jeez. 
And people just like, no, I don't listen to that. Or like some. Whereas like, pod- whereas like podcasters, you'd be like, oh my God, yeah, I know yeah. what that is. I'd be like, oh no. Oh, that's, that's Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's Joe Rogan. That's, yeah, that's Brendan Shop. That's, you know. Um, Speaking of Joe Rogan, you need to watch his stand up because it's hilarious. Oh, uh, which one is that? Is did he come up? How? Which one was that one? I'm actually. It's on Netflix. It's new. It's newish on Netflix. It's not new, but it's on Netflix. When was it? 2016. I think it was 22. I no, it was before this past election, so it must have been. Was it when? How did Donald Trump become president? January. It must have been last year. I think it was 20, 2016. Oh, I think I watched. I think I forgot what it's called. I think I watched Dave Chappelle's. Oh yeah, Brian. Brian loves Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I like him too. But Bill Burr is my the king. I was just gonna say you must love Bill Burr then. Bill Burr is the king. Monday morning <laughs> podcasts. Love his Monday morning podcasts. It makes me so it laughs so much because when you like, I don't like hearing like when people talk to themselves. It gets weird. And when he starts talking to himself, I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Like it's just, I can't handle cool. him all the time. But you know. Um, oh yeah. It's interesting. But yeah, and there's other, yep. I don't watch. I listen to other podcasts. People that like Discovery Channel type of podcasts. I mean, interesting Discovery Channel's podcast. What do they talk about? Uh, well, I learned about lions and tigers and. Okay. <laughs> I learned about a Z donkey. I, I was talking about that a long time ago. It's a zebra and a donkey together. It's weird. It's the weirdest creature I've ever seen. Okay. And of course. <laughs> Good to know, of course. And then I also listen to like, like a podcast is really where I get most of my information now. I mean, like YouTube also. I mean, someone I watch like yeah. Philip DeFranco, if you know who he is. Uh, oh, he's all. Look him up. He's where I get my news pretty much. Uh, oh, okay. Because he's such a open guy. Like yes, and he, and then once he says like this is my opinion, like I like knowing that this is your opinion, not that and not what it actually is. Yeah. So he, yeah. he deciphers that very well. And I think he's building his own news network, which I was like, yay. And he's in LA. Oh, is he in LA? Or New York somewhere? But somewhere big. And it's like, oh, cool. But I like also animations, YouTube animations. Anyone who can animate, I'm like, you're the most amazing person. Like, if you can speak another language or draw or animate, I just put you on this. Or play music. I mean, pedestal. Like, I put you on this, like, oh, that's next level stuff. Oh yeah, it's intriguing. There's a we were watching. If you look up like the biggest YouTubers, or I don't remember if it was biggest YouTubers or most watched videos. The I think it's like he's like in the top ten, and I do not remember his name, but he's got crazy curly hair and he just travels the world, and he makes the sickest YouTube edits. It's so cool, mm-hmm. and I wish I remembered his name. But just looking up stuff like that, it's like oh no, one day. It's not all stupid. <laughs> Some of it's just super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's awesome. And then I'm, I think also, I- I'm also like, he's didn't edit this. Like, I can know when someone edited it. Like, I'm not not that I know all the time, hundred percent sure. But like, if I look at something, I'm like someone else edited this for him, or like, like this is not his skill craft because you gotta look at the. For me, it's like looking at the transition, like. Okay, so I'm going to look at one video from one year ago, and I'm going to look at one video from six months or nine months, six months, and then three months. And then I'm going to tell you whether you hired someone or maybe you have someone else do it. You know, I don't I don't blame anyone who does that because it's, it's so time-consuming. But you notice. You can notice if someone else – like, it's just like a whole format change because someone else mm-hmm. is editing. It's like – it just Oh, like, yeah. It's like, wow. Then, yeah, you can tell. And then when you see vloggers and like Casey Neistat, you, I can tell that that's that is him, one hundred percent. Because you see the transition and the changes, and they don't have this weird, like, you can't just suddenly get so good at editing that it becomes this great thing. Right, unless you get like a new software, and but you should my my YouTube videos are probably you probably watch them and be like, <laughs> it's very. Very basic. I like focus more on the content because I just have, I have my. Somebody asked me if my computer was was um an antique, like over fifty. I was like, no, it's just a Dell. <laughs> it's like a, I don't even, I don't remember a Dell Inspiron, uh-huh. and it has like the the quickest downloader that I could find or the download of a video editor. It was like fifty bucks, and I was like, whatever, that works for now. As I build 
my YouTube following. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we should be able to talk about that. Cause once, you take, once you take your stuff to the next level, Adobe Premiere, um, or, 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 or also, you know, Macs. Macs work great. I mean, I think they're the best for editing. Like, dude, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a knowledge of editing and like I, I just can't i can't t stop talking about it like if someone doesn't know something like do you know how to use this background and you can do this with this you cut out there for repeat that and then like you know like you can put this thumbnail and then change this and photoshop that like it once you use all those tools like, you'll see you see those big youtubers that have great tools and like they started learning like mkbhd best quality video i've ever seen I think he has a, a red camera. I mean, it's 8K. He's shooting in 8K. Like, dude, like, dude, that's on the next level. I mean, oh, YouTube damn. doesn't even render in 8K. So he still has the files and stuff. So it's like his stuff is crystal clear. I mean... That's what that's the next investment. Need, need a new camera for sure. Okay. I was just like... It, well, it was like... It was one of those primetime opportunities where it's like... I'm in college. I have people who would like follow me right now and would watch these videos I wouldn't be starting I started from like scratch like 10 subscribers and now I'm at 190 so it's like woohoo but still um it was like all right I was like one night I was like I'm just gonna go buy a camera I buy Best Buy like whatever they have I'll just go buy one as long as it has the flippy thing so I can look at myself it's like I don't know how to edit anything I'm just gonna go for it because I was starting my prep and I was like this is a good this is prime time for vlogging like starting a prep because a lot of people, fitness people, will do that and follow their their vlogs through the prep, and so I went for it. Now, definitely the best decision I've ever made. Even though my like quality wasn't isn't wasn't that good, it still like built that that far. I miss those days of not editing. Like that was the that was the cream of the crop. I still I I still do it sometimes. Like I just don't edit. Like if it's my own stuff, I'm just like, oh come on, I'm just talking to a camera. Like, do I really need to edit? I'm like, yeah, I sound stupid at some parts, so I should have. Oh, to like clip it, clip it together and like where you like, I don't know, Splicing cut from it. one thing you say, cut out the breaks, and it's like that, 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 that. Or where I sound dumb. Like, there's some parts where I just start going on a tangent and it doesn't make any sense. I should yeah. Have that right there. Or like cutting certain parts off. Um, but like, it's all good. I think. It's yeah. fun, though. I look at them, and I haven't done one in like three months. I used to. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. It's like, oh, this is weird. This is, you know, and, and it, like I have to edit. And I'm like, oh, come on. It takes too long, too much time. And it, it's it's like, I just wish that, it, you know, it was 2008. I got started in 2008 and just started uploading. Hey, right. You know. Where was I as the first mover in the market? And you know what's funny? The account I have is from 2009 or 2008. So. I was in the game early. I just didn't 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 upload that much. Yeah, and the, the the beautiful thing about though being from New England is that the East Coast is like at least like seven years behind the West Coast. Uh -huh. So nobody knows. Like everybody like asks Brian and I like, why do you have a YouTube? Like what what do you do with your YouTube? What do you what do you film? Or like we'd be walking through the grocery store like with our cameras. People are like oh my god what are they doing like give us the dirtiest looks or the weirdest looks and we're just because nobody just nobody knows like they don't like think about everything you watch on youtube someone films or they film themselves and then edit their own videos uh -huh. and that's what we're doing so well, <laughs> we're it's just, like, it's it's just very like, behind look you got to think about it like there's not there's only probably uh i'll say a hundred thousand people that do youtube like as in an actual like they do it consistently. I mean, yeah. I'd say there's a maybe 150 that do it in terms of like they have a channel they upload. Most of them are just for consumption. Um, that's really what people do on YouTube. I mean, I consume a lot, like uh, like ridiculous. I mean, I watch gameplay. Like it might seem stupid. Like I was watching. People are gonna give me hate for this, but whatever. Minecraft. <laughs> I love Minecraft, so I watch Minecrafters. Uh, so it's it's like I have a connection with them and I watch them just to watch them. It's not it's, not, it's not it's not it's not a as any reason f other than that. I just consume yeah. content. I yeah, I think that all content is shifting. I think this will be maybe this is probably I do have to go soon, but maybe like the last thing I'll talk about. I think that personally, I think that all content 
is shifting to internet for one, um, as far as like where we consume content. Like I think YouTube is it, like people think YouTube is already big, but I think YouTube is going to be like the thing unless some other video streaming, um, something else comes through like Netflix having all their own series now and everything. Um, somehow that's all going to get like fused together and like our content's no longer going to be from cable in like five years, I think. And then I think the other thing is going to be video messaging and voice messaging. Like I think that the, all the text of things like the time consuming texting and like emails and things like that are all going to be like video or voice. Um, maybe in like 10 years, maybe not even in 10 years, maybe in a few years, just like, that's what I do. Like with my clients, like I'll send them more as of lately, I'll send them a voice message or I'll send them a, a video of me, like talking to them or answering a question or something like that. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's right now that industry is kind of in a stagnant position. I feel like that is shifting, but you know, it's just like the oil industry. It's not going to go away in five Wait, years. True. Um, true. It's going to, I think it takes 20 20 plus maybe even 15 at you know because if you think about it this content the internet is not it's not it's not sound enough what i mean it's not sound enough like look at what we're looking at i'm looking at you at 480p and my screen is 1440 2k so that should i don't there's there's not, the internet is not strong enough in terms of like power you know you need bigger Touché. you need bigger pipes once you get those bigger pipes, and of course you got Google Fiber, one gig up, one gig down, and you know net neutrality and all that stuff. But it's it, it's that one thing that doesn't have enough power into it. What and it's not dependable. It really isn't. I mean, like when we started. That's call, fair. When we started like Wi-Fi, call, it did not. It cut in, and I said I I was reading. I was like, what the heck? Internal error. I was like, oh, let me. You know, you had to restart, uh, re-download. It's like that. So once the internet becomes sustainable just like electricity where you know the only time it goes off is when when the the lights go out that's the only time it should ever cut off ever have issues like you should not i should not be like broken up or robot at all like I should, yeah, it should yeah. sound it should sound like i'm right next to you and like you're like just like whoa this is amazing you know and sound quality needs a change and you know, I think it's slow. It's, it keeps coming out. As long as people keep buying iPhones and keep buying technology year after year after year, even though they don't really need to, as long as they keep doing that, this industry is going to rapidly change. And YouTube, I don't think YouTube is going to be the king of the crop because it's going to fall mm -hmm. just like anything else. Any empire, think of the Roman Empire. It fell. Uh, I'm getting into history here, but the Roman Empire, <laughs> fell. nobody thought it would fall everything falls in the end it's just a matter of when and what what comes next you know yeah yeah absolutely um, what what form of like fucking i'm sorry swearing oh, <laughs> holograph like go ahead it doesn't matter uh, like fucking, like what's what's next holograms like people obviously have that now but if you can watch something and see like something in front of you mm -hmm. that's 3d what if that's next? What if like, who knows? That's the newest form of content consumption. It's just, it's wicked cool to think about. I don't know how people, how like old people learn it. And are, I'm just like, my mind is blown by what we can already do, let alone like what's coming. So it's pretty cool. So much cool stuff. I mean, like I'm deep in there in the, in the industry of like trying, like I'm deciphering what's next, what's next. So it's always mm -hmm. like that for me. Like, yeah. Computers are huge for me. Like, dude, that is a, brick house that is that thing <laughs> like okay think of your your editing right how long does it take for the thing to render out to get out of the god like if for like a 10 minute video it takes probably like mm, probably 30 minutes 40 minutes okay okay for it to render it's done one second right one second one second under a second milliseconds you know like that kind right of thing and where you're your laptop or whatever you're using doesn't burn out like it just doesn't get hot or it doesn't look like it's working because when you're rendering those videos it is on it's it's taking a toll on your pc or laptop yeah. or phone i mean you can phone it like don't get me wrong the most powerful device is your phone it is the supercomputer of the world i mean it's better than most cameras True. Uh, like unless you get a, a nice DSLR, it's not it's not going to be able to compete with sure. uh, 
with that and i mean like the iphone 7 coming out with that dual lens and you know it's 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 a game changer but anyways oh, yeah. i don't yeah <laughs> yeah i could talk about that forever but yeah I, I'm glad we got to re rediscuss though, re talk re talk, that's not a thing. But <laughs> No, but thank you for having me. It was a, it's a pleasure. I was like, oh my gosh. Can't believe I broke that. Yeah, let's let's check it out and make sure it's all set before we <laughs> Alright guys. Well thanks for listening. Um I don't know who's next guest, but We'll find out. We'll find out next time. Alright. Later. Yeah. And Brandon will put all my contact information in, I guess, the description. Yes, the description. And we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and I'll share, I'll be sharing this to my social media. So be on the lookout for Brandon's other podcasts. Lots of fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye.